Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. We're joined now by Doug Straub from Fish USA. Fish USA is a leading fishing retailer based in Erie County, Pennsylvania. Doug, thanks for joining the show. Thank you, Chris. Glad to be here. Doug, for people who are unfamiliar with Fish USA, tell me about the company and kind of what it's all about. Well, Fish USA was started in 2000 by our owner, Dan Pastore, out of his garage. So it's a really kind of really unique story, really small town USA. You know, again, you know, somebody that had a vision back in 2000, when a lot of people were saying, hey, the internet's crazy. Uh, look at it now. It's pretty, pretty cool to see. And so, so really, you know, Fish USA was started really in trolling, you know, in the roots of, you know, the Great Lakes, um, salmon, steelhead fishing, trolling, fishing the, the rivers and streams. So kind of our product assortment in the beginning was really tailored to the Great Lakes. And I think that's where a lot of our connection uh, to the Great Lakes comes from. Uh, but there's no mistake about it. We are a national brand. Um, we sell fishing tackle all over the world, um, countries like Australia, Japan, all over the place. So it's really cool to see. But you know, a couple areas that we're really starting to focus on is uh, bass fishing, kayak fishing, and there's a ton of opportunity there, and we're excited to be in, in that space. How long have you been with the company, and what's your role there, Doug? So I've been in the company, I've been with the company for uh, 10 years, just, it was 10 years in June, so been here quite a while. When I started here, there was seven employees, and, you know, we, we have, you know, approximately, you know, 40 or 50 now, so it's it's been pretty, pretty neat to see, you know, the, the growth that we've had. And it's been a it's been quite a journey, uh, to say the least. You know, when I first started at Fish USI, I was in customer service. Took a job right out of college, just to get my foot in the door. And that's you know one thing that's a question I get a lot is how do you get into this industry? My biggest thing I always say is you just get your foot in the door and and do your work. And from there, um, I became a buyer. I uh, worked I worked in the buying merchandising department for years, and now as of today, I oversee our uh, merchandising department and our marketing department as well. I wanted to have you on today to talk about the retail landscape when it comes to fishing. We're in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know if you've seen the news at all, but apparently this is kind of a big deal. Um, how has that affected your business? To say it's been a challenge is an understatement. Um, everything you can imagine has changed. You know, there's periods of time where uh, many of us, the office folks were working from home, which is something we've never done. Um, so that was uh, essentially within a few days notice, you Know, you got to change your what you're doing and how you operate you know so we're trying to set up phones and computers for folks at home uh, there's a lot of work that's involved with that uh, we're just we are we're, we were not set up to do something like that uh, so that was the transition period you know the the thing that really uh, we've done a really good job of is our warehouse and we've really taken this thing seriously um, our management team and the folks that are really on top of this they are I mean they're we're very strict about you know wearing masks and uh, sanitizing everything. Uh, we've done a really good job with that. And I think the employees have really appreciated it and embraced it, which I think has been very positive and something we've had to do. Uh, there's always going to be some rumbling and grumbling here and there, but uh, overall it's been really good and really positive, uh, but we're working through it. Um, so one thing about Fish USA, it's a very resilient company. Uh, we've had some very extreme challenges and we always pull together and, and make it work. Yeah. And the operations side, obviously it's had to change how you do things. But how about sales? What have sales been like uh, since all of this has started? It's been interesting. Um, you know, when COVID hit, 
you know, approximately mid-March, that's really as we start into the, the prem uh, buying season. What we've seen from the end, really industry-wide is we've never seen anything like this. And I, was, I say this a lot, the fishing industry was not prepared uh, for this type of volume and this many people to get into the sport, not only just the avid anglers, which you know, Fish USA really caters to, uh, just fishing in general. I mean, I saw, I'm reading all kinds of reports, and I've seen reports nationwide where states are, you know, across, across the country, uh, fishing sales are up 40%. Uh, that's, a, that's a monstrous number. 10% is huge. We're just, these are unprecedented numbers. And, you know, it's really, it's really hit the inventory really hard. It's hit manufacturers really hard. You know, they're trying to keep up with demand. You know, they have to, they have restrictions with you know, what they can do in their warehouses, how many people can ship orders. I mean, there's, there's manufacturers that, you know, the smaller manufacturers are doing pretty good of being able to keep up. The bigger they are, the, the, the harder they fall, you know. So the bigger the, bigger the vendor, the more challenging it's been. Um, you know, they have some big warehouses, so they're dealing with a lot of people in their warehouses. So the chances of getting COVID are much higher as well. Uh, so, so if somebody in the warehouse gets it's, it's COVID, um, they've got to shut down. And it's happened. You know, so it's it's a challenge. You know, fortunately for us, we've been fortunate through all this. Uh, you know, we haven't been hit at all with COVID, but I know some of the warehouses, the manufacturers have been hit pretty hard with it, and it's been a challenge for them. But from a sales perspective, uh, it's been it's been really good. I mean, I think all retailers, both brick and mortar and online, have done well through this. At this point, the biggest issue is inventory um, and, and finding inventory. And we've had to really get creative uh, over the last little while. There's there's definitely a shortage. Certain categories like spinning reels is extremely hard to find product right now. Yeah, we had a, a gentleman on a few weeks ago, and his term was tackle is the new toilet paper. Uh, that supply <laughs> has really made things difficult. How, how have you guys kind of been able to pivot and continue to do business and continue to sell things, even though things are, are difficult to find, especially when we think about what, what life was like you know, a year ago, if you needed to get some spinning reels com compared to today? You know, we've had to really scrap really hard. Um, you know, we we buy from a lot of different places. We we scour distribution. We scour with the manufacturers. We don't just, you know, lock ourselves into buying from one person. So we really go out and try to find what we what we need to get. We what we do what we got to do. It's nobody would have drawn up if you if we looked at our our sales curve and what, uh, the inventory that we've had to bring in. It's not what you would typically draw up. And that's, you know, we've had to be creative. Our buyers have done a phenomenal job of really getting creative to, to find inventory. And, um, you know, I give our entire team a ton of credit uh, for pulling through. And I think we're starting to get on the backside of this a little bit uh, from the challenges from the, the business perspective. There's, there's still going to be some challenges, uh, but I think the inventory is starting to get a little bit better. And I think uh, we'll be in pretty good shape here sooner rather than later. You kind of alluded to a little bit earlier, talking about looking at some smaller manufacturers. So how do you think that this is going to change kind of the future, at least the, the near future, and how things are done? Do you think that will strengthen some of these smaller manufacturers? Absolutely, 100%. Um, this is, I think, uh, not to make light of the situation, a small manufacturer's dream uh, because it's got people to use product that they typically wouldn't. People like Fishhawk, people like Dreamweaver, it's a it's a great scenario for them, and they're doing a really good job. I know they've had some challenges, uh, but this is good for for small business. Um, and if if you can work through it, work through the challenges, I think is a tremendous opportunity. 
And I do think uh, some of these smaller manufacturers are going to come out of this uh, really far ahead. Yeah, our culture has been trained over the past few years that they can just they can get just about anything in about a day or two from Amazon. With the supply chain issues we're having, that's really not uh, realistic anymore. And how are consumers handling that? How are you uh, helping consumers? And what's kind of been the feedback with them with uh, not being able to get the things that maybe they usually fish? You know, that's that's I would say that has been our biggest hurdle um, is the expectation piece. Um, and, and a lot of it is just part of, you know, when, when the, we can do our, you know, we can commit to our part if we can ship within 24 hours, which is our goal. And we do that. Um, and we are doing that today. The challenge is once it leaves our facility, it's going in a lot of different places and things are being rerouted. Packages are being rerouted away from COVID hotspots. And it's take typically where it would take two days um, for a package to get to your house. It's taking four or five, six days now. And that's not just Fish USA, that's everybody. Everybody is dealing with this. Um, you go on any website right now, people are saying, you know, their customer service departments are overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, customers don't always understand, and I don't expect them to. Uh, at the end of the day, we try to do what's right. We try to make the situation right. We work with them. Which, if, they, if we can't get the product, the exact product that they want, we'll do our best to get them a substitute product and, and find a way to make them happy. At the end of the day, it's all this, this business is about customer service, in my opinion. And there's a number of ways you could define, define customer service, but uh, you got to just do your best. Try to uh, you know, uh, make the customer happy. But right now, it's tough. There's no question about it. There's challenges uh, with the carriers, and just got to keep plugging through and, and do your best. I brought up the A word there. Amazon is a Goliath in the retail landscape. How does a company like Fish USA continue to grow? with something like that, with that kind of competitor chewing up such a large chunk of business in just about every category. How do you guys, as kind of more of an independent type retailer, how do you compete with somebody like that? Well, I challenge anyone to call Amazon. There's your first uh, first thing you can do. You can't. Um, you can't talk to anybody at Amazon. Uh, you can talk to people at, at uh, folks like Fish USA. You can pick up the phone and we're going to answer the phone and we're going to give you Expert advice. Um, we, our, our staff is full of anglers. The folks in our pro shop, the people on our on the phones, they live, eat, and breathe this stuff. And you're not going to get that experience at, at other some of our other competitors. You know, there's a number of other things. Our product selection, it's unmatched with with Amazon. They can't cannot compete with us. There's a lot of brands that they cannot they cannot offer, uh, which is one of the advantages that we have. And just again, I go back to the customer service piece. Yes, they can they can ship very quickly. There's no argument there. Uh, but there's a lot of things that they can't do and even touch what what ourselves or any independent retailer can do. And that's one of the the, uh, the areas I, I really try to stress this to not just, you know, people like us, but even our our, com our independent retailer competitors is there's enough space in here. You just got to commit to be true to yourself, uh, know your brand, know what you're about and uh, and push forward. Yeah, it goes really well into my next question because I wanted to ask you about that. Now, obviously, with everything going on this year, you know, it's, it's been pretty good for most retailers, but up until then, you know, if you walked around and talked to people, a lot of retailers, independent retailers in the fishing industry were really struggling. Um, why is it important to have healthy independent retailers? I think from a lot of consumer standpoint, if they can save a nickel, they try to do it. But uh, having people like you guys and, and other really strong independent retailers out there, I think are, is super, super important. Can you tell us about, about why consumers should really invest in independent retailers? 
it's it is the backbone of our industry it's the backbone of of the fishing in general without independent retail fishing doesn't survive it just doesn't you cannot get the level of service in big box retail uh, that you can independent and that's that's across the board there's some great there's some phenomenal independent retailers out there that do a, uh, a great job you know fish usa is one of them you know one in, in our state susquehanna bait and, uh, fishing tackle they're a huge uh, bass player they have a great pro shop i mean it's phenomenal they do a really good job and you're not going to get that level of service the expertise the the in-depth one-on-one relationship building even just with our customers we have personal relationships with these people that you're not going to get that in big box retail. And that's why independent retail is so important. They're just, there's a lot of good people in independent retail and um, uh, you're just not going to get the level of service out of big box or some of the, you know, the bigger players that you will. And with folks like fish USA or, or other independent retailers. You talked about a little earlier about uh, supply chain things getting a little bit better right now, but one of the things I'm seeing as I'm looking forward into the future, at least in the next five or six months is a lot of our shows, our sports shows, our ice fishing shows, those types of things are all being canceled right now. So what is Fish USA doing to kind of put themselves in a position to still get in front of the consumer, even though it looks like show season uh, for sure is not going to be what it once was. Who knows uh, what it will look like. Some shows are going to get canceled. Some are going to get really scaled down. What are you guys doing to prepare for that? Historically, as a company, we've never really big been, it's not something we've really depended on uh, with consumer shows. We do uh, attend a handful of consumer shows a year, ones that we strategically feel are very important, but it's, it's changing. I mean, there's no question about it. There, even before all COVID hit, consumer shows were not, they're not what they, they once were. Um, and I think everybody would agree with that. I think this is going to just further, further push forward of what ultimately is going to happen. And I think to some degree, there's not going to be not certainly not going to be the number of shows that we've had in the past. I think there's still the big ones, you know, when things settle down are still going to come back, but I, there's a number of shows that just are not going to come back period. In my opinion, um, a lot, a lot of things are going digital things like doing these podcasts. We're going to see more and more of that, this uh, coming out. And there's, there's some unique things that we've talked about internally. Um, how could we, you really engage the consumer, of having kind of like a, a digital show of some sort. It's things we've talked about, um, but it's, I don't think it's ever gonna be the same. I really don't. All about fishing in general, being in the fishing industry, selling fishing gear. How do you think that the lessons that we've learned over the last five or six months, as hopefully things uh, kind of return back to normal, um, how do you think that these lessons are gonna help you going forward and, and just, what changes do you see that, that might become permanent? I, I do think just in general, business is never, it's going to change how, not only certainly how we do business, but a lot of people do business. Uh, I think may, may businesses are realizing, hey, there's certain, maybe it's department, might not be the whole office area or departments. Hey, can they work from home? Can, is there things that we can do to shift resources around? I, I think, you know, just, there's a lot of things that are gonna change. But it's, it's, it's a changing, There's, you're never going to know what it's exactly going to be. I mean, nobody could have predicted COVID. Nobody could have predicted uh, how this is all going to trans, transpire, but it's definitely going to change. There's no question about that. Um, and I think it's going to be ch- changed for the better. I mean, we've learned a lot about our business uh, by having to go through this process where there's some holes, where there's some things that we do really well, but it's also magnified the holes, um, things we need to improve on. So. 
from that regard, it's it's helped. Things that we always you know thought were an issue, maybe they weren't as big of an issue as we thought. But now when something like this happens, hey, well, we really need to fix this. And so from that regard, I think that's been a positive thing that's come out of this. Is there something I didn't ask you about, Doug, that you wanted to talk about? No, not not in general. No, I think um, I think this is really this is great. This is really good. Um, I think for the industry, this podcast uh, for the Great Lakes is really really cool. It's something you see in, in many other fishing categories, but hasn't been really done in my opinion, very well until now. So I appreciate everything you guys have done uh, to get this off the ground. And I think you guys are doing a phenomenal job. Well, thanks very much, Doug. Thanks for coming on the show. People want to find out more about you and Fish USA. Where's the best place for them to track you down? Sure. Uh, find us at www.fishusa.com. Um, you can call us, email us, message us on chat, Facebook. We're, we're available all over the place. And you can talk to someone. Awesome. Doug Strapp from Fish USA. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.